Hey there, birth nerd. You're listening to the Birth Worker Podcast. My name is Kylie Banks, and I am totally obsessed with birth and equally obsessed with business. And this is the show where I help women turn their passion for birth into a sustainable, profitable, and most importantly, impactful career. All right, let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to episode 78 and today is day two of a five-part series. So if you have not listened to yesterday's podcast, number 77, you might want to go back and start with that one. We're doing five episodes this week, Monday through Friday, for our first ever series because it has been one year since we launched this podcast. We launched it in July of 2022. Feels like a forever ago, but also feels like just yesterday. So what we wanted to do to celebrate our anniversary is give you five of my biggest lessons that I've learned while growing my birth focus business to half million dollars at this point well over half a million dollars, (laughs) but half a million dollars has a really fun ring to it. So that's what we went with. So today I want to just jump right in and talk about lesson number two, something that I've learned while growing my business. So let's get into it. Today I wanted to chat about how intentional work goes way further than the number of hours that you're actually working. And the reason that I want to say this is because that most of our students are moms. And if they're not stay-at-home moms, they either work another job or they're in school. And so every single person who comes into my world, into my programs, has something else going on. <laughs> I'd say 99%. I, there's actually a couple in my mind that that quit their job to become a doula and they don't have kids yet. And if you're listening to this, I know exactly who you are (laughs) inside my programs. But I'd say 99% of people have something else going on. And so I want you to know that it's not about how many hours you work at all. You could work 80 hours per week on the wrong shit. It's not going to lead to a successful business. But if you can work five to 10 hours per week very intentionally on specific stuff that actually is going to help you move that needle forward, it's going to make all the difference. That is the key right there to a sustainable business. You have to be focusing your time on the things that actually move that needle forward, which admittedly is easier said than done. I find myself sometimes um, gravitating towards the tasks that I really love and making them last a lot longer than they need to. And I can almost guarantee that everyone listening to this right now is nodding their head where the tasks that you love, you just find yourself doing those over and over and over where maybe you, it'd be better if you were focusing on something else. For me, it's like systemizing and organizing the back end of my business. I can like rewrite a launch plan and launch strategy a million times, sometimes before I ever want to actually like pick up the Google Doc or (laughs) pick up a, a notepad and pen and start writing an email sequence because the organization part is something that I absolutely love. It's one of my favorite parts of business, of business. The organization, the planning, the automations, that I love. Uh, I could organize and plan all day. But sometimes that's not what's actually helping, right? Sometimes it's actually getting in the way of me just doing the damn thing that would actually grow my business. So I just wanted to say thank God for the coaches that I've hired in my past who've helped me see exactly what I'm telling you now. They've helped me see that. And so if you have been 
holding back and maybe going all in in your doula business or your your childbirth education business, if you've been holding back because you've been thinking, I actually don't have the time, I want you to know that you might actually be wrong. And I wanted to kind of plant the seed that what if I told you it's not about how much time you have, how much time you have to invest in your business. It's not about that. It's way more about how strategic you are with the time that you have. All right. So that is the lesson that I wanted to share today. But I'm not just stopping there. Of course, I wanted to give you some tangible advice, some takeaways that you can take and actually implement in your business to lead to success even faster. So let's jump into it. I want to go through three different things um, that have been weighing on my mind a lot lately. And one of them is that a lot of people think that they have to be working 24-7 as a business owner. And to be honest, this is even me sometimes still. Like I go to bed dreaming about like how to make automations better or how to launch better. Or like I lay down in bed and I'm like, oh, crap, I forgot to DM that person back. That's what I mean when I say working 24-7 is we're not able to shut our brain off. But I have to say that as fun it is, as it is to be our own your own business owner. It's a little bit of that, like you're, you're quitting your nine to five. So you work 24 seven. That's kind of how it feels sometimes, but too much of a great thing can lead to burnout. So yes, it's great to like leave our nine to five, to stay home with our kids, to be able to work whenever we want to work. But sometimes we're working too much and that's leading to burnout. And so I wanted to plant another seed that maybe the time that we're not working is actually just as important to growing our business as the time that we are working. And this is something that made no sense to my logical brain <laughs> until recently. I was always like, what do you mean my business is going to grow better and faster if I'm not working? And that's not the thing. Like, I don't want you to like never work. I just need you to actually take some time for self-care. I need you to take a break because a lot of things that actually grow a business are the visionary side. It's the visionary stuff, the CEO stuff, the stuff that a lot of my students pay me a lot of money for is this CEO visionary brain. You can't force that. Staring at a computer for six hours doesn't force the vision. The vision is something that really comes when inspiration strikes. And we can get more inspired if we're doing things besides just staring at a freaking computer. So looks different for everyone, but can you go do CrossFit in the mornings? Can you do ice baths? Can you spend some time in your yard? Can you plant a garden? Can you get some chickens? <laughs> These are all things that I want to do, obviously. But can you find the things that do not have to do with work? And can you do those? And can you hold yourself to those as much as you're holding yourself to actually getting your work time in? Let's hold yourself to getting that self-care time in, that chill time in, the time where you're actually not clocking those hours. That's what I would love. Number two, when it comes to it's work smarter, not harder, right? Making every second count in your doula business is I really think it's important that you take action, even if it's messy. And I don't want you to ever get stuck in the planning planning phase of anything. This could be a planning phase of 
naming your business, starting your business, maybe like creating your bank accounts. It could be the planning stage of a launch. So we're launching a program literally starting tomorrow. So super excited. Uh, Tomorrow, Wednesday the 19th, we're launching a program. And part of this is not getting stuck in that planning phase, right? We want you to actually take action, even if it's messy. So as as awesome as it is to have the planner and be organized and have all the spreadsheets and have everything color-coded, that stuff sometimes is not actually moving the needle forward. Just like I said with my business, you know I love a good spreadsheet, but having 5 million spreadsheets ain't going to make me any money. I have to actually write those emails and make those Instagram posts, interact with my community, create the offer itself, right? Those things are actually more important. Another thing that goes along with this is taking messy action is that perfection literally does not exist. It's your ego and it's time to let that shit go. <laughs> we were chatting about this. I want to say it was with the Birthworker Academy girls last week. Just about perfection when you're running a business is the biggest cock block ever. It's the biggest form of self-sabotage because I promise you that nothing is perfect. And if you spend 5 million years making something perfect, guess what? No one's going to see it because you just spent your entire life making it perfect instead of actually launching it. But also, I promise you that as soon as you launch something, you're going to find flaws in it. And so why don't you just launch it in the first place with flaws and then just improve as you go? right? That's something that I've learned. I've told the story so many times, but one of the things I did wrong when I launched my first program is I tried to make everything perfect. I scripted every video. I had the makeup. I had the lighting. I like made my daughter leave the house so she wasn't crying in the background. I like did all of these things to try and make it perfect. And it actually hurt me in the long run because it wasn't authentic And then also, as soon as I launched it, I knew that there were things I wanted to change. But now I couldn't just go back and tweak something really quick. Like I couldn't refilm a video really quick. It would be the only video in the whole program where I wasn't wearing the makeup and I didn't have the same shirt on and the lighting wasn't wasn't perfect. And that just felt really weird, right? So if I had just made it authentically from day one, where sometimes, like if I'm recording a video and sometimes my daughter walks in and sometimes my dog barks and like, who cares, right? That's how we should be creating from the beginning, authentically taking messy action and letting go of perfection. There's there's something in the business community where it's like 20% of the stuff that you do leads to 80% of the impact and 80% of your profit. So what are those 20% of things that you can do that actually make the big difference and do those things? And then the third part of this, the third part of this entire episode, which again is making every second count in your business because we'd rather be doing other things than working. (laughs) The third one is using tools that are available to you. And I cannot tell you how many students of mine are a little bit reluctant to do these things. And I'm going to list a couple here. But if you want to have a sustainable business, you're going to have to do these things and only do the ones that feel good to you, but use the tools that are available to you. That could be AI, right? So chat GPT, something like that. It could be systems, creating systems on the back end. I teach Airtable inside my programs. It's like Google spreadsheets on steroids. It's amazing. That 
is technically a system. It has automations in it. You could send automatic emails to to your students and your clients. Love it. All of that is systems. And then another one is hiring mentors. So hiring mentors is an additional tool that is available to you. If you have the financial means to invest, investing in a mentor could be the best thing you've ever done for your business. I know it's the best thing I've ever done for mine. I'm going to share this story later on this week, but a earlier this year, a $15,000 investment turned into a $100,000 a month uh, almost instantly for me. And that's a lot of money. That's more than the money I made like multiple years prior all combined together. I made in a single month. And to be honest, I made 100000 in a single week. And so it's just the, the, the way that mentors can transform your life is quite literally unbelievable. And so when it comes to using tools available to us so we can work smarter, not harder, so we can make every second count in our business, what does this even mean? So we can use tools like AI to create content. Maybe you don't want AI to create all of your content, but can it like make the outline for you? Can it get you started so you don't have to look at a blank screen? Uh, We use AI in our podcast like in every single step of our podcast now. It creates hooks for us for our show notes. It creates part of our blog post. It helps helps us with Instagram content. And so that's let us be a lot faster and and be able to create more so we can actually focus on the things we love. So my team can focus on everyone loves something different. So everyone on the team can focus on what they love and I can focus on serving my students, which is what I love. The second one was the systems, right? So can you find a way that to make something work faster? Can you find a way to make something work better, more streamlined? And can you write those down into some sort of Google Doc? We call them SOPs, Standard Operating Procedures, where you can just look at that and rinse and repeat every single time. So how are you onboarding your doula clients? How are you recording your podcast? How are you batching your Instagram content? All of the things that you do over and over and over in your business, create an SOP, rinse and repeat. You're going to thank me for that in about a year's time. (laughs) And then that last one is mentors. So can you hire support? Can you use the tool of mentorship? I have spent, I actually did this calculation recently. I want to say it was somewhere close to $60,000 in the last two years towards mentors, like directly towards mentors. But of course, what my business has actually created is 10x that or 20x that. And so it's a no brainer for me. So essentially what I'm doing when I hire a mentor is I'm saying, I want help from someone who has bootstrapped their business, who has perfected their methods, who has done all the things that I want to do. And I'm going to hire them so I can get access to all of that. I'm going to hire them so I can get access to their the way to the way their brain thinks, to their methods, to their systems, to their email swipes, all of it, to their framework. I'm going to hire them to get access to that. And I want to hire them to get access to their wisdom, to get like a direct download to everything they've they've learned as they grew their business. Kind of like we're doing with this with this podcast series. So those are the things that I wanted to talk about today when it comes to lessons that I've learned as I've grown my business to half a million dollars. I just wanted to say it before you go that we are launching our newest coaching program. It's actually our first 
small group coaching program ever that we've ever created. It feels a little bit like the doula training program that we originally created about a year ago, um, which essentially means that it is completely and utterly stacked with live support, live workshops, live Q&As. We're going to audit all of your content. It's going to be an amazing, amazing experience. And so you're going to learn all about that tomorrow. So keep your eye over on our Instagram at birthworker podcast, and then hit subscribe to this podcast. So you do not miss anything. You're going to hear all about tomorrow. Thank you so much for being here. I will see you right back here in just a couple of hours. 